This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? I am Garrett the Trash Man. Hopefully, you are still kicking with the coronavirus. <laughs> it hasn't taken you down yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You might be waiting for this episode to drop because maybe you don't have anything else to do because you're stuck at home. Who that knows? That, that quarantine might be getting real long right now. Well, quarantine. Listen, Corey Gregory said it best, which if you haven't heard our episode with him, go back and listen to it. But he tweeted out this week and he's like, screw behind toilet paper. Just buy some dumbbells and use this quarantine to get jacked. Ooh. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, Corey. Well, because it's like what you and I were just talking about. Um, one of the huge risks of the coronavirus, as they say, underlying health issues. And the biggest underlying health issue in America is obesity. Mm-hmm. So just just go ahead, do some burpees while you're stuck at home. Maybe some sit-ups, a couple push-ups. Go for a run laps also. Are, laps around, around the block, yep. Uh, that's the other thing about this whole quarantine. Like, it's actually, like, wouldn't be horrible if it was a jo- if I had a non-essential job, which I don't know how you have a non-essential job, to be honest with you. But anyway, it's not like you're. There. It's not like they say quarantine, but it's not like you're stuck in your house. Yeah. Like maybe maybe like New York and those big cities, maybe they're more stuck where they're at because yeah. you can't really go. But here, it's like yeah, go to the park, <laughs> go to the track, go for a walk, go, go a ride hike, a horse, go camping. Yeah. Yeah, my brother in Germany, they're they're locked down in Germany, and uh, him and his wife are sending us pictures almost every day. They're going rock climbing all around Germany, <laughs> dude, because it's all shut down. Um, he's military, and they've they've gone not coming to the base. So he's like, "Sweet vacation, rock, rock climbing for days." <laughs> yeah. So, dude, let's jump into this rant time. Oh, let's do a tour. All right, dude. So here's my rant, and I don't want this to sound well. Whatever. I don't care how it sounds, actually. Um, (laughs) So something I do um, when I'm looking to hire someone for a job, um, not necessarily like interview, but like a contractor, like, hey, fix this door. Mm -hmm. Um, Is I look to really be clear about what I'm looking for. um, And there it gives them an opportunity to show how they're going to perform for me. Um, so as an example, say I'm looking for someone to fix a door and they come look at it and go, okay, great. Can you send me a quote? Yeah, of course. Okay. Can you do it before the end of the week? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So you'll have me that quote before the end of the day, Friday, like before 5 PM Friday. Does that work for you? Oh yeah, for sure. We'll have that shot over. I will never hire the person that can't deliver on that because if they're first thing in the door, like first chance, show me how they're performing for me is that. What I can count on is I would get more of that if I hired them. It'd be, oh, we'll be over there Thursday, and I'll organize my world for them to be Thursday, and they won't show up. And it'll be, oh, this, that, and the other. Um, And so if you are in business and you look to get new business, you view those things as chances to show them how you're going to perform. So email them right off. Recontact. Do exactly what you were going to say, exactly when you you were going to say it. Or if not, call and adjust it, too. Because I have worked with people too, and I'm actually even more impressed because I count on things happening. Like I run a business too. Yep. Like things do not go like you said when you walked in. Old Murphy's Law. Yep. He he snuck up on me today. Yeah. And so he, this this week I had a uh, um, 
I had that happen last week. A guy had come and I said, okay. And it was just like that. Okay. So before the end of the day, Friday, you can have me a quote. That works for me. Yep. Okay. And you'll let me know if anything comes up. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Never saw anything. And then today his secretary calls me and was like, Hey, I'm just working on this quote for you. Yada, yada. What about this, this? And I was like, listen, don't, don't even worry about sending it over. I mean, you go a different direction. And, um, it's not to be like snooty or vindictive or anything. It's just like, I know I'm going to be frustrated working with yeah. you. It's just facts. Yeah. And so, um, if you're in business and you've got opportunities to show people like capitalize on those opportunities and, Take what you, take what you say seriously. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't do that. They just say whatever comes out, and it's like whatever. And I know in my world, a lot of that has to come down to organizing. It's not that I don't take what I say seriously, but if I'm not really responsible about organizing what I say, I'll forget. You know, things like that. I've got to have oh, systems yeah. that remind me what I said I would do, or else I'll miss it. Oh, absolutely. And so, and I think that's the case. A lot of people, I don't think people try to be dishonest. I think most people try to be honest, want to be um, trustworthy, counted on and everything, but they don't take the time to put the systems in. But that's so, so important. So, Love what you said. I've got a question for you on that, though. Mm-hmm. What if you're on the other side of that? What if you are the guy that dropped the ball and you did drop the ball and you realize you're dropping the ball? What do you do then? Well, I think just communication with everything. I mean, in the first place, if it's whether it's the two minutes after we met and you realize, oh, I just looked at my calendar and there's no way I can get get that to you Friday, communicate that at that moment. Or whether it's Friday at 4.58 and you realize, and that's when it's like, hey, I know I said I was going to get this to you. This doesn't work. Can we set up something else? Um, Now, if you've already passed it, like the best thing you could do is, is just communicate. And, like, honestly, if that would have been the tenor of the call, too, it would be different for me, too, if uh, if it was like, hey, I know I said I was going to do it this time. Um, that's it's what I intended to do. I didn't deliver on it. But what I can tell you is, like, I will deliver for you. I would have a completely different uh, yeah. attitude to, towards that than, like, oh, let's act like just nothing's going on. Yeah, yeah. We told you Friday, but we're just not even going to address that, and we just need to know this. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I asked that is, is because I had a situation where, to be honest, I, I kind of dropped the ball on something. And what happened is, is I'd gone over and, and met a new client and we got things set up and we were supposed to start yesterday on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I had scheduled it and everything, but I had not sent the caregiver the address. Mm-hmm. And so she just didn't go, which is yeah, a whole other Yeah, work sub- with that, yeah. There's a whole other subject there. But... I am the basis of the fault. Buck stops with you, dude. Yep, exactly. And and uh, and so I called the client and told her what had happened and told her, hey, listen, we, we goofed. And she says, oh, no big deal. We'll just see you Wednesday. Okay, great. Get word from from uh, from another source that says, hey, they're probably going to go a different direction. Uh, the son is very unhappy. Here's his number if you want to talk to him. And I said, okay. So I call up the son. I said, hey, listen, we dropped the ball. You want to go a different direction? I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. We dropped the ball. Like, if you drop the ball on the first day, like, it's not yeah. a good sign. Yeah, I messed up. So, like, hey, listen, these are the other companies. If you want to go that direction, that's fine. Uh, we are the most convenient. We're, we're the based here in town. Like, we have the staff to do it. I mean, it would be the e- we would be the easiest and simplest of solutions, and we are committed to, to, to providing a great care. But, hey, I understand. 
I screwed the pooch. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, hey, uh, you know, and he was understanding and says, okay, listen, like, all I want is consistency and communication. I says, that's what we're committed to. You can count on that, yeah. Yeah, and he says, great, let's let, let's roll forward. I don't want to have to go through this hassle again. And and we were able to resolve it. But, but no, I, I 100% agree because guess what? When I communicate well and I follow through and I'm organized, life is good. Mm-hmm. When I don't, it sucks. Yeah. Well, and something that really impresses me is when someone is able to own up to something and not whether you want to call it a reason or the excuse, not not give that. Like that's so impressive to me when someone can say just, hey, we messed up. And and that doesn't mean that other if if the other party wants the context and it can be requested and yada yada, because I could see how that could be useful. Like, hey, why'd you mess up? I want to know if I like walk me through it because I want to know. But it's so impressive to me when someone can just tell me, hey, I messed up, because as humans we really really like to give the excuses. Yeah. Hey, this is why I'm like. Hey, this is that. Hey, this is this happened. Then this. Then this. And it's like, well, none of that matters. All that matters is where we're at. Yeah. Like, this is where we're at. That's it. And it's like, hey, we messed up. Uh, like you said with that guy, hey, we, we dropped the ball. That's it. And and I totally understand if you want to go a different direction. And let me tell you what you can count on moving forward. Because cause we're humans. Humans misbehave. Yeah. With the best intentions, with the highest commitments, I guarantee humans misbehave. Yeah. But through your language and through your commitment, you can clean it up. Yeah. So that's cool, dude. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Lock out law. A lot. Yeah, dude. A lot, a lot. You got something to rant about? I do. And I am going to go a little bit of Garrett the Trash Man on you guys right now because I am going to talk about action. And <laughs> the reason I'm going to talk about action is, and I know everybody talks about this, but it is so freaking true, I can't just not talk about it today okay. because it's been on my mind. All right. So I was having a conversation earlier with my wife, and my wife... Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Stephania <laughs> is... Uh, is, um, you know, she's a mother of two. Um, she just became a real estate agent. Um, and she's just, you know, she's got a lot going on. We're young, we're busy, you name it. We're killing it. We're just, we just got a lot going just on. Just killing it. And we were talking today when I went home for lunch about um, guilt and how we put ourselves through guilt for not taking action. And this is going to be a twofold rant. First off, um, I think that to better understand yourself, you need to understand your subconscious of how your subconscious is programmed, how it's been programmed throughout your life, Mm -hmm. and how it naturally works, because our subconscious most of the time is what causes guilt, Mm -hmm. and it's putting you through a guilt trip if you didn't do something, you know, and so we were talking about, you know, the aspect of her life in real estate but then also, you know, running the the mom guilt between working a job and being a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And how she's got this in, internal war going on. And and we were talking about how just doing things will take a lot of, of the pressure that you put on yourself to accomplish things off. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just doing, action, just seems to solve so many of life's problems. So much of the stress and anxiety that we put on ourselves is is honestly resolved by just action, mm-hmm. just getting up, just be moving and be moving and grooving. And and, and we kind of talked about that. And I can, oh my gosh, I can so totally agree with that because 
when I am feeling the most like a failure or feel like I'm not creating what I want to create in life, it's because I'm not taking the actions or the amount of action that I need to to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been stressing myself out like crazy because I'm trying to build a house right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're way behind, which we are, and it's the truth. But the more action I take towards continuing to get the ball moving and and going at the right pace that we want it to, I'm also not near stressed about it the last few days mm-hmm. because I've been taking the action instead of worrying about the action, just just doing. Yeah. And so that that's my two cents for the day. That's my little nugget is life is so much better when you're doing things. Yeah. So I'm going to go somewhere with that that some people may like, some people don't. I don't really care because it's my podcast. <laughs> um, but, like, it makes me think of the government mm-hmm. that sits there and talks and talks and talks and talks about things. And I don't know what Trump is doing right now. I don't know what he does on a day-to-day basis. But the sense I get from him and reading his books, that's why I think he's done such a great job um, with what he's done so far because he's is a person of action. Yeah. So we look at, um, you know, what what we need to, what we've got going on right, right now with the coronavirus and that we need more hospital beds, that we need uh, more masks, more medical supplies, all that stuff to be ready to handle it whenever it we do start to see the the big outbreak and that's really what all this quarantine stuff is about let's buy us some time to get ready for that to Mm -hmm. learn more about the vaccines to gear up to yada yada and with government so many times they just sit there and talk about stuff oh this is so bad this is so bad yeah we need this well what if this 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 oh can we build this well we have to think of that and that and that and that and that instead of like all right where are we at this is what we have okay we need mass all right Give me a plan to build masks. Okay, build those masks. Okay, what do we need? We need hospitals. Okay, let's get more beds. Okay, let's just be in action, getting things done. And it's incredible what humans can accomplish when they do that. Mm-hmm. But it's such a big habit that that the world falls into, that people fall into all the time. Let's just let's talk about it and complain about it and yada yada and him ha and yeah yeah. And I've got to wait for the right time or the right this. I've got to be feeling the right way. And nah, nothing comes out of that. Just what, more anxiety. And, and to go off of that, when you start taking that action, typically you find the next solution to the next problem mm-hmm. a lot easier. It's a lot clearer, and, and it tends to go smoother because you're already in action. Well, and here's my thing. I am sometimes a little bit reckless around that, and I would rather be that way. Like, okay, let's go take action. Let's make a decision. Go, 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 go. Oh, oh, shit, that that was wrong. Back up, back up. Okay, go, 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 go. Yeah. You know, instead of uh, just him hawing around because I don't think it's ever going to be just a straight shot to where you want to go. No. And I think lots of times we sit in our head waiting for that to happen. Let's build it into a straight shot. And we've talked before on the on the podcast, like I believe there's something to just getting up and, and cleaning. Like yeah. if you don't know what to do, if you're stressed out, just start cleaning or organizing or fixing something that needs to be fixed and start with that and then you're moving, mm-hmm. you're going. And and it's so much of life is about momentum. And so just building that momentum in some days, that's like that uh, talk from the Naval, uh, the Navy, I think he was a general. Yeah, um, the admiral. Your, yeah, the admiral uh, of making your bed. Yep. Like, man, what better way to start your momentum than boom, bed's made. All right, we're rolling. I'm like, all right. And, and I think that's why you've talked about habits before. So good. 
Oh, yeah. And if you wake up, bed's made. All right, we're rolling. Okay, I drank something healthy. Okay, great. Got my vitamins. Okay, I'm at the gym. Boom, we're rolling. Like, I get back. I decide to have a good breakfast. Boom, all right. And, like, that's just rolling. Get into your office. And you might have huge things to tackle. Maybe you're just, maybe you're starting your business and you've got to make sales, you've got to build systems, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to do that. And and I've definitely felt overwhelmed at times. And I will do that. I'll just start cleaning. Yep. Go, oh, shoot, I am overwhelmed. All right, let me, let me clean this uh, storage closet out here. Yep. Okay, storage closet's clean, okay. And lots of times there's ideas that come and different things and then you're rolling. Yeah, it, it just builds momentum in, in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, builds it, momentum. It really does. So exercise, clean. That's why successful people generally are like their shit is handled. <laughs> their shit is handled. handled. I love that. Yeah. So uh That's awesome. Yeah. That's so put it. did you cover both parts of your rant? I did. Awesome, dude. Yeah, because the other part of that is just don't judge yourself. Yeah. Like if you're feeling stressed, it's coming from judgment. Yeah. Like things should be a certain way. And a lot of that's in your subconscious. Yeah. It's in your face. That's where it's at. Amen. Take it off your face. <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. I was, a, uh, I was hoping you would expand on that. Uh, I'll just agree with Garrett on that one. <laughs> <laughs> just right up there in your face. All right. So a couple weeks ago, um, John had mentioned something about going and creating opportunities. Like If you don't see them, go create them. There's so many opportunities around, and if you're not seeing them, just go create them. And I thought it would be useful to discuss that like what does it mean how do, how does someone go about creating an opportunity and i think it's very very similar to what you were just describing um with the momentum mm-hmm. because i i believe that some people if it's hey we're gonna we're gonna create an opportunity say i want an opportunity to own my own business they might look at um okay i'm gonna build a business like it's just daunting. It's like, oh, everything's got to be perfect, and that's got to be right, and that's got to be right. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think things have to be perfect. Were they perfect when you started your business? Far from it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know crap when I started my business. Yeah. Well, and that's something I definitely have learned as I've gotten older too. Like, I always thought there were like just these wise experts. Ninety-nine percent of people were just. We're just running and gunning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't have a plan. That doesn't mean we're not try- being thoughtful. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a learn-as-you-go thing. 99% of the time, we're all in new territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I believe. So as, as I was thinking about this topic, I'm like, all right, I, I actually am in the middle of something where I'm looking to create a new opportunity in the form of a business. So I'm going, okay, what, what are the steps I'm taking to create this? And... Even arriving at where I'm at of this business that I'm thinking of came from a completely different place. And it was looking into a different opportunity. And so being in action of conversations, of um, expounding your knowledge of whatever certain thing it is, that's what I believe is how opportunities are created. It's not that they come out of thin air. It's that you may, may have a hunch that something might be a good idea. It's like, okay, what would it take to do that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to start the next Peterbilt truck company. What would it take to, to like, build an actual truck? Start looking into that. Yep. And it's like, oh, well, I guess, like, I'd probably have to have a frame. Like, how would I build a frame? Okay, like, I need a manufacturing plant. Or 
could I like just get the frames bought or whatever? And you just start looking, you find out about people, you call those people, you talk to those people and lots, and that may turn you into the, Oh, well actually I want to build turbos for trucks because yep. there's a big turbo problem. And I really like that. And Oh, you talk to more people and talk to, and Oh, actually the problem in turbos is this little piece right here. I'm going to be, I'm going to build this. I'm going to manufacture these little pieces of turbo. And it's a great opportunity. And like, but the, the action that was taken in the first place is what like landed you there. Oh yeah. And so action is really what creates opportunities. Oh, oh. so going off of what you just said, there is there's somebody that both of you both of us know that he has just started a new company and he was honestly kind of worried about it and kind of stressed about it and oh, how's it going to be perfect but then once he started taking action it's like this floodgate of opportunities Are you talking about Bryce's company? Yeah. Mhm. Just floodgate just like of opportunities has come his way. Yeah. And, and not not and half of them not even to do with with glass and it's just like fire hydrant all of a sudden mm-hmm. in his face and i've had those same moments when i was looking for opportunities and trying to create the opportunities that i needed mm-hmm. and it is incredible that you know just taking the action that he took to do t- t- for his little realm of what he thought has all of a sudden just opened up this huge amount of opportunities that are coming his way mm-hmm. and 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 he it's just like i, I swear every time he calls me it's like, dude, another opportunity. Another like, thing, Jeez. dude. Like, what, yeah. what? What kind of magic box did you open? You dude, know, I tell him all the time. I'm like, you can't afford to keep working your oh. your day job, dude. When are you gonna decide that you can't afford that anymore? Because right. you can't. Write the two week notice, dude. Yeah. Write the two week notice. I know, but yeah, and but you see that time and time again. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in other people's life. It's the getting your ass up and like going and looking and creating putting in the time well what would it look like to do this what would it look like to make a media company yeah. okay do that work who knows and maybe that doesn't even open to anything but then you've you've learned how to look in what it would look like to build the company oh absolutely okay well what would it look like to make a freaking desk company oh i hate that about desk i would never want to spend my day doing that okay what's this next thing you know you're freaking installing glass and got a empire and uh, so, yeah, just just be moving. It it reminds me again of the rant the other day when I was talking about just shooting. I'm like, how do I ever not do anything? How am I ever sitting oh, around? Absolutely. There's just too much to be done, too much opportunity to grab. Even in a time like this where things are just shaking up. Like, can you imagine the opportunity if you were like, OK, how can I create a solution to the shortage in masks? Huh? Huge, huge opportunity. If you're someone that's sitting there going, I don't, like, I will do anything. I just don't want to be where I'm at right now. Just go answer that question. Oh, yeah. How am I going to create this solution? N95 masks. We have a massive shortage. And after we do this, not only is it going to be a shortage, we need to stockpile 500 million of these. Oh, yeah. How can I be the solution to that? Get to work on it. And I guarantee six months from now, you will have either a business that relates to that or a business that doesn't, but you'll have moved. I can, and just a quick comment on that. And it's a little bit off topic, but there is a quote and I cannot remember who said it, but there's somebody out there who's famous. That's in a book somewhere mm-hmm. that said, anytime there is a recession or a contraction or anything of that in, in the world or anything like that, 
all it is, it's a transferring of wealth from one per- one party to another. Mm-hmm. Someone's losing a whole bunch of money, and someone's making a whole yeah, bunch of money. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Money's just energy. Yeah. Like, and, it doesn't stop. And all you have to do is money equals opportunities. So mm-hmm. opportunities are just swapping hands to someone else, and you can be the person that it's swapping hands to. And something that I've thought a lot about, um, and it's a, it's having a winner's mindset. And this is what my thought has been along the lines of. My thoughts have been with Bernie Sanders being a possibility, it seems like less and less of a possibility now, maybe totally impossible. But when it was looking like there possibly might be a socialist in the White House, you know, instantly I think of USSR and all these horrible places. And I thought, they're still extremely wealthy people in those countries. And no matter what happens, if we are a communist country, there are winners and there are losers, losers. and I'm going to be a winner. And that doesn't mean I'm going to compromise who I am. That's not gonna, doesn't mean I'm going to compromise my beliefs, any of that. But I've decided no matter what is happening externally, I'm going to be a winner and I'm going to be on top. And I 100% believe that the evidence is there in world history that there's people that just decide to be the winners and there's people that don't. Yeah. And it's that simple. Well, and it all, it all boils down to, you know, personal responsibility. Like, yep. h- how accountable do you hold yourself and what do you want out of life and what are you willing to do to create it? Mm-hmm. I, I made a mistake this week and I commented on a Facebook post that I just highly disagreed with. So, so a buddy of mine, a good childhood friend, like the crap out of the guy, but um, we just view the world very, very different now. And uh, he posts a thing of, uh, you know, because they're saying, hey, look, quarantine yourself. And, he's like, and they're like, well, unless you're going to take away my landlord, my cell phone bill, my student loans, um, this, that, and that, then um, unless you guys take all those people out, like there's no way I can quarantine. And then it said, if anything good comes out of this virus, it'll be that people see how evil capitalism is in this capitalistic system. And I made the mistake and instead of going, hey, you believe what you want to believe, I hopped on and I was like, give me a break. Give me a break. Like someone made you buy the <laughs> iPhone S or the <laughs> iPhone X. Like someone made you rent the apartment that you rented. Like someone made you take out the student loans that you took out. All those are decisions that you decided to make. And I'm not saying they're even bad decisions. But you you, you made those decisions live with those consequences. And anyway, um, like I think that's that's just the difference of owning up to it. And... And he commented back, like, well, why do you even comment on this? Like, yada, yada. I'm like, hey, listen, you're right. Believe what you want. All I want to tell you is that when you decide to take personal responsibility, you'll be happy. Because, mm. well, that was the thing. He was like, well, you don't know anything. you coming from a rich kid. This, that, the other. Okay, whatever, dude. Whatever. Believe what you want as a friend because I still view you as a close childhood friend. All I want to say to this post is personal responsibility will lead you to happiness. Not pointing the finger like society freaking screwed you. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And opportunities come from personal responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. There's something you can do about it. If you sit back and it's like, oh, no, like this is just happening to us. 
now we just stuck. If you're like, oh, man, like I should have thought that it's possible for a pandemic to hit the world. Of course, like we're not very careful. We shake everybody's hand and like we're human. We're yeah. successful. Like I should have planned. Well, now I'm here. Let's make a plan. And, uh, you know, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast because I was running medical waste today. Oh, yeah. And he had a uh, he had a doctor on that big in the disease, disease control. I don't know exactly what he does, but he's way up there with that. And I loved his attitude about it. He was just like, listen, there's all this panic. There's like the panic doesn't help. The panic doesn't help. And he was actually like, I'm going to shoot you guys straight. Whatever you guys think, it's probably going to be way worse than what you're thinking. Yeah. He's like, I the, there's not an understanding of how bad this is going to be. But, like, we're going to get through it. Yeah. And we're here. What do we need to do? And, dude, it's just life is better when you do that. Well, and the thing is, is, like, we will survive, you know? Like, mm-hmm. th- as a nation, as a world, mm-hmm. as a race, we're going to survive. Yeah, we're you not. Know? Like, it's not going to wipe out the race. And if it did wipe out the race, then there's nothing to worry about because there's nothing. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, game over. <laughs> like, uh, What's there to worry about? Exactly. No, I love that, dude, because, no, absolutely. I love the fact that, you know, opportunities all start with you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start. It's not an external thing. It's an internal thing. Absolutely. It's not what's going on out there. One of my mentors uh, told me once, uh, he said, hey, if your internal state is dependent on what's happening externally, you're screwed. Mm. Oh, say that again. Say that again. If your internal state depends on what's happening externally, you are screwed. Yeah, buddy. Mm. All right. Well, dude, you got anything else to say? No. I'm good. Y'all stay safe out there. Keep getting yoked. Keep creating opportunities. And uh, give us a five-star review. Peace.